0: Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan.
1: Alright, this is the third time we're trying this opening, so I'm going to skip it here we're just gonna go straight this is out of the drawing pan and pokemon Don't series me. podcast uh i'm your host jake i'm here with my co-host alex what you, how you doing alex? hi all right good to know austin how you doing we're rated e for explicit that's right yeah we're gonna hear some curse words throughout this thing um yeah it's like i said this is our third time recording i was the fault party at fault the first time my audacity crashed and my, then second time was my fault too my internet crashed and third time wasn't me though it was austin so yeah sorry Right, so maybe this is the fourth time we're trying. I, mean, I even miscounted there. Today's a disaster. <laughs> the internet's going out. It's it's wild. Leave five stars. Leave five stars, please. You know what else is wild is Austin's week. Ain't that right, Austin?
0: Nope. You're wrong. <sighs> you never give me much to go with, Austin, for your weeks. I, I give you stuff off podcast, but not on a podcast. What
2: are you talking about, Austin? Wild and crazy. Mm. All that Power Rangers you've been watching.
0: Okay, that's a good point, Alex. I am currently on season five of Power Rangers.
2: Ooh, what an accomplishment.
0: Oh my gosh, it's a lot. There's a lot of late night watching, a lot of putting my phone down and doing chores while Power Rangers is on my phone because it's all on YouTube. I'm doing it because of the upcoming anniversary special on Netflix. And I'll be honest, because the one guy passed away in December and I was like, oh, Power Rangers, I remember that. Oh yeah, I remember Very That sad. was sad. So I've been marathoning that. Oh my god, what a (laughs) wild ride, you guys.
2: I've been along on this journey because Austin sends me Snapchats of all the highlights and I'm convinced, okay, I'm not even kidding, but I am sort of kidding. Power Rangers might be the greatest show of all time. Just putting that out there.
0: That's a very bold statement.
2: Bold and brash.
0: The Sopranos, fuck off power rangers yeah
2: breaking bad sopranos all those other nitty gritty deep shows
0: the wire get fucked fucked. (laughs) True detective they're all crime shows okay that's true yeah i'm on season five it's it's been a journey is this the original power rangers oh yeah oh wow
1: okay all right there's not even cool mighty morphin anything going on there we're just Uh, we're
0: past mighty morphin that's already in the past oh okay Mm, how many seasons is the original power rangers Apparently, it's like 30. How many episodes per season? Okay, so early on, there's like a million because it was syndicated. Mm -hmm. So there was like 50, 60 per season. But I think it drops later when it moves to Cable. But I'm not there yet. I'm still in early days. I don't plan on going that far with it. I'll probably stop soon. Mm, You got to finish this, right? I'm going to go through at least season six, maybe season seven. All right. I think you should finish it, though. I think you should. When Zordon dies, I'm going to be out.
2: That seems as good a time of any to stop.
0: True. He already fucking left. He's just like one day like, I'm gone now. Bye. Like I was like, Zordon, where are you going?
2: He went into a wormhole.
0: How's how's everyone else doing? we're, uh, good. we're doing pretty well.
1: Alex, what have you done?
2: Nothing. Don't rip me off. Don't rip you off.
0: That's Austin's I'm thing. I'm the one who does nothing around here. Oh,
2: so I can't also have a boring life. I'm so sorry. That's true. Oh, actually, okay, fine. I'll be exciting. I, it was such a action-packed week, you have no idea. I sat in my room. Oh, my God.
0: The
1: walls,
0: right?
2: The walls. I stared at them long enough to where, like, shapes and shit were forming on them.
0: All right, so Alex is in the yellow wallpaper room.
2: Yes. <laughs> no, for real. Uh, let's see, what did I do? I finished God of War Ragnarok. That was super fun. Now I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: That's a good one. That's a good, uh, roamer since you like the Roamer games?
2: Yeah, it's pretty good so far. I'm kind of sad because I don't have a PlayStation 5 and therefore cannot play the second game in its upcoming DLC. So I feel like I have to have a hard conversation with myself on what to do next as far as do I purchase a new console? Do I wait? I don't know. These are the hard-hitting questions I have to ask myself.
1: Are those still hard to find, PS5s? I've never I've never seen one in the wild. I've never seen I've one. I've not
2: either. I don't think I would necessarily buy one of those, but I'm kind of waiting for somebody to say something about a a slim version. When's that happening?
1: Um, I don't know. It seems like it's too much. They can't keep making slim consoles, right? Because the there's too much in them, right? If they're trying to make them more like computers, they're just gonna be bigger and bigger. Like soon, Xbox is probably gonna be like a wall in your home that you have to slide a disc into, and there you go. I mean, if they're making them bigger and more powerful, I don't see slim versions coming out anytime soon. Bold of you to assume we're still going to have discs in the future. That's true, too. There won't be CDs yet. Yeah, then that makes it even more like a computer then.
2: I'll resist that until the end of time. I love having a shelf full of jewel cases and discs.
0: Give me that sweet, sweet physical media.
2: That's right. I'll resist till the end.
0: Yeah, you got to have the physical.
1: If you can, buy the physical. Because with DVDs, you never know if you're going to be able to stream a show because they're being moved around so much. And with games, at any point, like, if you buy a game on Steam, and I guess if that publisher says, we don't want to sell our game on Steam anymore, even if you bought it, you still can't play it. Isn't that the rule? Like, you're kind of renting it if you buy it digitally.
2: That's such a load of shit. I can't believe that. You paid for the thing. You spent like $60, $70 now, because as we know, Nintendo is jacking up the price to 70 for all their new well, upcoming what? games. Yeah.
1: Holy cow. Really? For Zelda 2.
2: Zel- Tears of the Kingdom. 70 bucks.
1: That's going to be the new standard then across the board, isn't it? Yep. Jeez. Probably.
2: I'm not paying $70 for some company to tell me in the future, oh, because you bought the digital version, you no longer have access to that.
1: So the digital is going to be cheaper than the physical? Of
2: course not.
1: Okay. I just didn't know if they were trying to incentivize it somehow. That's Man, video games. Holy cow.
2: You would think so, wouldn't you, Jacob? That's a good question. Like The digital copy should be less because... There's not all of the overhead with like, okay, you have to print the thing on a disc. You have to, pr- you know, make the package. You have to ship it. You have to stock it. You have to do all these things to get it to the consumer.
0: Aren't they not allowed to do that because of the retail stores don't want the digital to be cheaper? Well,
2: yeah. I, oh, that's a good point. they I think they had that conversation because people would automatically buy the cheaper version. It's, it, it's just screwed. The whole thing. The whole system.
1: I mean, they sell digital copies of games at stores already.
2: Like download the code.
1: Yeah, I mean, most, like, if the Walmart I go to, they have physical games there, but there's also a wall of those cards you can buy to scratch the code off to get the game.
0: Have you all ever actually bought one of those cards, ever? I did, yes. I did once for the Pokin Tournament DLC, and I did not realize that the code was on the receipt, not the card. (gasps) So I had to go back and get them to reprint the receipt. Oh, man.
2: Oh, so you can't take it and peel the thing off like it. No. Keep people from. I thought it wouldn't be like, is it not like a gift card where they're all hanging there and you have to actually activate it at the cash register?
0: I can't remember. That's more old school.
1: When I bought it, it was like on the card and you just took a quarter and scratched it or whatever. Maybe it's a Nintendo thing. It may be a Nintendo thing. That's true.
2: There always be an extra.
1: We hate Nintendo owned franchises on this podcast. That's right. (laughs) That's all we play, but we hate it. Uh, anything else, Alex, this week?
2: Oh, God. Sometimes, Jacob, I wish that I could say I did something really exciting and not related to video games, but I can't think of anything this week.
1: All right. I mean, you finished a game. I've never heard you, like, finish a game before. So I'm proud of you for that. Okay.
2: Okay, you know what? Actually, okay. say what you want about video games. Although I think anybody listening to this podcast totally understands us and is also probably just as nerdy. So I think I'm in good company. I felt proud of myself because I actually set my mind to something and I finished it. Two games at that. Two games I had never played before because we all know I have a tendency to go back to stuff that I've done already. So actually I think I did accomplish something. So yay me.
1: Good for you, Alex. I believe in you. Good Thank job. Thank you. That's
2: my self-love corner of the day. Let's all have let's all go around the table and say something positive about ourselves. What are you proud of that you did this week?
1: Is that a transition for my week? Because that's that sure. was pretty good. Oh, right, that was yes. great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for my week uh like I said I, I guess we all had kind of dull weeks I didn't do too much i did uh I did journey down the depths of the anime world and started watching uh death note again hey.
2: <laughs> oh my
1: it's been i want to say five to six years since i've seen that holy cow it moves fast I forgot about how you know we go from like light being like I'm gonna kill criminals to killing regular people in like two episodes it's almost like he's a bad person <laughs> that's right it's almost like he's the villain
2: okay but jacob did you ever watch the live action movie
1: uh which one the one with like the kid from the naked brothers band in it
2: they the excuse me what now
1: the the you remember the Naked Brothers
0: band that was like real popular? I don't know if they were real popular, but we were little. They were not real popular. That is an in true statement. They had their own TV show, right? Yeah, it was a Nickelodeon thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: The
2: one with with Willem Dafoe as the voice of Ryuk.
1: That's this one. Yeah, that's the that Naked Brothers band kid was in he's the oh, okay. he's light in this one.
2: Alright, I'll take your word.
1: Yeah, I've seen it. William Defoe was the only saving grace of that movie. That was perfect casting with him as uh
0: the Shinigami.
2: He did The Voice, yeah.
0: I know there's a million live-action Death Notes now, but the original live-action Death Note movies are good, like, unironically. I'll just say that. Yeah, they're actually pretty good, like the, I can't remember, there's like
1: a 08 or something one that's good, I can't remember.
0: Somewhere around there. But yeah, that's a, that was pretty much my week. Did y'all read the Death Note story where Donald Trump gets the Death Note?
2: Oh my god. <laughs> I've seen it.
0: Was that an OVA? It, it was a manga thing. You got to tell me, I've never seen this. You got to describe it for a second. I like only saw like pictures of it, but like, I don't remember exactly. Okay, I'm going to pick it up then. I'll see if I can read it. It's probably on store shelves now because I saw it in like a Target or something. Oh, Oh, is like that- Okay. Wow. It's physical actually out there in the world. Okay. Yep.
2: My uh, computer just popped up with a notice to tell me that today apparently is World Whale Day.
0: Happy Whale Day.
2: Oh, is that why that, or maybe it's totally coincidental that the Pokemon Center it came up on my feed on Instagram of the giant Wailord plushie?
0: I saw that. I have a surprise for you two. Oh my god, did I you buy it? each of you a giant Wailord plushie. Oh my
2: god, Austin, don't mess with my heart like that.
0: This is why I have no money.
2: Did you? You did not. Of course I did <laughs> Oh no.
0: Here's a Wailord that's going to take up a whole room of your house. Here you go cost me $600.
1: It's $600? Really?
2: Wait, I gotta look this up. Hold, hold on. Just a minute. I'm so sorry.
1: I would like to fall asleep on the back of it and pretend that I'm in the ocean. Or wake
0: up in the ocean.
2: Pre-orders? Okay, right off of the Pokemon Center website. Pre-orders are now open for the Jumbo Size Whale Lord Poke Plush. And boy howdy, it's a big one. This Titanic plush measures just over 57 inches long. Which, if you're keeping track, is approximately one-tenth the size of a real whale lord.
0: I have the price, and it's awesome. It's 420 $420? Nice. Yeah. I'm gonna buy that in April, then.
2: This is... Oh, it's four feet, nine inches long.
0: Oh my god, I love this. Look at this. Look at this Venusaur bookend for your shelf.
2: Oh, that's amazing!
0: It's only $30. Is
2: that on the website as well? Yeah. God damn you, Pokemon Center. Stop making me want to buy your shit.
0: They have a Charizard and a Blastoise 2, of course. They're also $30.
1: As a group, a collective group, our first business trip for the pe- podcast will be to go to a Pokemon Center. That'd be a good episode, actually. That would be
0: awesome. Okay, I don't like the Charizard bookend, because he he's not really a bookend. He's like the kind that you put in the middle of, of groups of books.
2: Oh, so he's like a book middle.
0: Yeah. I don't like that.
2: But you have to have the whole set. So I'm assuming you got Venusaur, you put some books, you got the Charizard, then you put some more books, and then you got Blastoise.
0: Yeah, so it's $90 altogether. Mm. You could buy one video game for that. <laughs> one video game. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the cost of a Pokemon video game plus its DLC. Yes. So you'll yeah. do that,
2: but you won't buy these really cool bookends. A
0: video game gives you literally hundreds of hours of entertainment.
2: Well, you could stare at the bookends for hundreds of hours and be entertained.
0: I haven't lost my mind that much quite yet.
2: Oh my gosh, this is too much. I can't believe this. This website's full of stuff that just...
1: Yeah, oh the no. Pokemon Center, it gets pretty wild. Don't don't, don't go down the rabbit hole.
2: Uh, okay, you're right. I'm putting my phone away. I'm putting it away.
1: How big was that? Wailord again, though? How
2: big was it? Four feet, nine inches.
1: Holy cow. You know what I love to see big things of? Oh, uh, uh, Please get going. <laughs> A smile.
2: oh, oh. oh.
1: Because that relates to our first Pokemon episode of the podcast. Grin to win! got a Grin to Win, which is our first episode, and then Chikorita's Big Upset is the second episode we're going to be doing today. Uh, let me see. The Randomizer has spoken here. I get the 32nd challenge this week. Austin, you have Grin to Win.
0: Oh, thank God. Alex,
1: you have <laughs> Chikorita's Big Upset. Yeah, Grin to Win's, I think, we, well, we may always change our mind,
0: but that was probably the better of the two this week. I did not take notes on Chikorita. I, I had nothing to say. That's, <laughs> yeah.
2: You better do this episode justice. I'll just. I'll try. I'll say that.
1: All right. Give me the. Give me the countdown.
2: Okay. three, two, one, Go.
1: All right. So we're on our way to. Well, we arrive at Bloomingvale, and we're very thirsty, so we stop for a drink from some irrigation pipes, which is not. You should never drink from those. It's very unsafe. Where we meet <laughs> Sunriza, who is a Sunflora owner, and she has one Sunflora who's really upset that can't seem to get out of a, a depression it's in. But we capture Team Rocket's Meowth, and we talk to this Sunflora and realize that, hey, it's very sad because it misses his friend. We find this friend. We go to a big contest for Sunflora, whereas this Sunflora winds up winning the big trophy
0: from another powerful Sunflora. We're here. The Sunflora episode. We've arrived. Alex has been waiting for this one.
2: I didn't even remember that I was waiting for this one until Austin told me that last night. And I was like, oh, yes, you're right. You bring
0: (laughs) up the Sunflora episode all the time.
2: Is that me or my doppelganger? Because I don't remember making a big deal about this.
0: Yeah, your evil doppelganger.
2: Your (laughs) evil doppelganger. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Your Gengar.
2: <laughs> My Gengar Shadow clone, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, very professional podcast. Leave five stars.
2: Please tell me, Austin, when do I ever bring this up?
0: All the time.
2: How? In what context? Well, you love
0: sunflowers, for one thing. Okay,
2: sunflowers hold a very, very special place in my heart. Very sentimental to me, so yes. Even though I'm not such... This is ironic. I don't quite care for sunflora and its stupid face, but I really love sunflowers. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh, come on. It's cute, right? Give it's it a
0: break.
2: got some quaint charm, I guess. Let, okay, fine.
0: It's an odd one. Do you think it has seeds?
2: Ew, did they come off of its face?
0: Like
1: sunflower seeds,
0: <laughs> they don't appear to. It looks pretty smooth. Okay, oh, okay.
2: I really like SunKern. SunKern is super cute. Sunflora, I feel like I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, okay, Pokemon are overdesigned and they suffer because of that. I think Sunflora could have more going on.
0: It's underdesigned. Yeah, it's
2: kind of under-designed. You're right.
0: Unfortunately, there's not a single SunKern in this episode. Because this is Johto, and we got to have just one Pokemon per episode. Just one. Right. We are here in Bloomingvale, which is also known as Sunflora Town, in my mind. Mm-hmm. And in Sunflora Town, they have the Sunflora Festival once a year. Oh and my you wouldn't Jesus. believe it. You wouldn't believe it. The twerps are here during the Sunflora
2: what Festival. Why are the odds? I mean, come on.
0: At some point,
1: they got to start questioning themselves when they ro- <coughs> arrive. Like... <laughs> This is like the Truman
0: Show. It's basically just that.
2: When she said that, I'm so sorry. When she said that, I was like, you're fucking kidding me.
0: Every day is an annual <laughs> festival in JoJo. It's like today being Whale Day.
2: World Whale Day.
0: Well, we should have gone to Whale Lord Town. Shit. For the Whale Lord Festival.
2: Damn, what a missed opportunity. Too bad they're all the way over in Hoenn.
0: Oh my gosh. All right, let's go to Japan. <laughs> we'll get the plushies and we'll ride them there.
2: Amazing. Wrapped
0: them up. Before we get to Bloomingdale, the twerps are very. Thirsty.
2: Wait, is it Bloomingdale, like the department store, or Blooming Vale?
0: I wrote Vale. Vale, yeah. I mean, it's funnier if they go to Bloomingdale. So they
2: went to Bloomingdale's.
0: Can we pretend they're in a giant Bloomingdale's this whole episode? Yes. It reminds me of uh, the inside of one of those. The one I went in. How so? Uh, just that there's like there was sunflora everywhere. Yeah, there's
1: but there's always like one sad person every time you go in a big store like that. Most people are like excited, I but there's God. always one sad person in the corner, and that person is me. <laughs>
2: Was that person you, Jacob, for having to go into a department store?
1: It depends who I go in with, yeah. Okay. If it's with my sister, I'm going to be a little
0: upset, but if it's not, I'm, be, I'm all right. I hear that. Today, the twerps are very thirsty, but not like the way Brock is thirsty. They're, like, actually thirsty. So they see a what clearly is an illegal pipe system <laughs> along the dirt road. I'm
1: so glad you brought that up. I <laughs>
0: I was. So that worried. is unsanctioned and we learned it really is an illegal system and it's leaking it's like leaking everywhere <laughs> and they're like let's lick the water like the dripping water from the pipe and I'm like are y'all like delirious what is going on
1: I love that you brought that up that it's an illegal that was the first thing that popped in my head was like oh look, she's siphoning water I mean no wonder like everyone's dead around this place cause we came from two towns where everything's
0: just gone It's just a series of pipes that that are along the road, and they're clearly not put together well, since they're leaking everywhere. And she's aware that they're not well together, because she's there with her giant wrench to repair it at any moment. Son Risa.
2: So this girl, basically, I don't know how she did this, but she built, well, she kind of explains it later, and I'm jumping ahead, sorry, but.
0: Go for it. It's ridiculous. It is
2: ridiculous. First of all, they're not buried safely underneath the ground. This wasn't done by the city. It was just this girl with some scrap metal and a wrench and her sunflora, I don't know, that she probably used to build this. And she's like, I went up to the mountains to build a pipe system so that they can come down here to my greenhouse area and I can take care of my sunflores for the stupid contest every year. It's not regulated, they're not buried, they're not maintained it's a disaster
1: this cannot be legal it is no not it's not legal. this happens all the time though like with people does it yeah people like it's a big deal in places where there's a lot of drought like in california or something like that and you can pay a ton of money if you get called it's like let me see how much it is it's 500 dollars a day so they like wait for you they like find it and they wait and they'll just charge you like twenty thousand dollars or something like that for illegal water
0: how do people do that how do you steal spring water or, or how do you do that
1: you tap into a, a reservoir that doesn't have a meter to it oh yeah so like if you live near like a river or like a lake or something like that you can tap into it and what they do is they steal water from it because it's not being on it's not on a meter so you're not being charged for it uh-huh so and that's so it's stealing money. Do they usually like just lay pipes out on the ground for everyone to see? They're makeshift because you can't dig it into the ground because you can't have someone come out and locate for all the natural gas and all the other pipes underground because you might hit one and then you expose yourself for illegal activity. So they're usually makeshift like this where they just have it off the back of their house or I mean they're easy to spot but they try to hide. They'll put plants around it or something like that to try to hide it.
2: Okay, I have mixed feelings on this not to get too serious and also i'm not an expert
0: you are not gonna defend this no
2: no i'm not defending (laughs) oh my god i'm not defending sonrisa no
0: she has money
2: okay i I just i just want to to float the the idea out there of like water is a necessity to life do i necessarily agree with being charged for water people who like we're talking about people who obviously don't have access to the same kind of luxuries that that we might have access to. Maybe some of these people that are stealing water are doing it for nefarious purposes or trying to enrich themselves, but I just think people should have access to water, for God's sake. Why do we have to pay for water?
1: Here's actually a fun fact for you. Water is a human right, therefore it is actually free. What you are charged for is the treatment and making sure the water is safe to drink.
2: I guess, but why can't that be just part of our society like there's no possible way to live in a city or a suburban area and have like you have to pay for it. i mean it's pumped into your house through pipes and your faucets and i get that but it's like there's literally no other way to get it so how you're being taught cha- you're forced to do it the way our society and, and infrastructure set up you're forced to pay for it
0: uh you know who um <laughs> we should I wasn't trying to transition. Scorn
2: for her behavior, though.
0: <laughs> Sunrisa is Sunrisa. God damn it, and Sunrisa! Her, her piping system because she has a big old house with a greenhouse and a garden. She's loaded because everyone in Johto is, it seems. And she, you know, stealing this water because it's the freshest mountain water that is for her yard and for her three Sunflora to frolic in because she wants to win the Sunflora Festival and be queen of Sunflora Town. <laughs> So I would say that there's no defending Sunrisa in particular. I think she has the means. Yeah,
2: not her. To pay
0: for water. She, she's <laughs>
2: obviously the bad guy here.
0: So obviously the twerps attach themselves to her and they're going to devote their day to her because that's what they do. Maybe they're doing it on purpose. They're like, oh, this is a rich person. We can help them with their problem and get free shit.
2: They didn't get anything for doing this.
0: No. Because as soon as they, okay, they go to Sunrisa's house, they see her set her legal setup, they see that there's a sad son, Flora. oh my god, and then there's kind of a moment where the twerps stand there, and they're like, we're gonna help you, and Sunrisa's like, okay, great, thank you, and there's like a dot, 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 and you can tell the twerps are thinking, and you're gonna let us stay at your giant house, and then she doesn't do that, so she's like, okay, thank you. And the Twerps are just kind of like, I guess we got to go find a Pokemon Center. <laughs> Hopefully there's one around. You
1: can hear it in Brock's voice. Misty and Ash stand there. They don't say anything. And then Brock's like, well, I guess there's a Pokemon Center.
0: Yeah. They're trying to
1: get in there for sure.
2: So the Twerps are pretty devious then, if you really think about it, because they're just bumbling through life trying to get a free ride.
1: They're only
0: doing stuff to help people for something in return. Okay, we meet some other Sunflora people
2: cyrus Yeah, cyrus
0: is our main sunflora guy and he has like nine million sunflora in a giant greenhouse cyrus the virus cyrus the virus always wins the sunflora <laughs> festival
2: he had terrible hair
0: he had terrible hair and was generally just pretty ugly and also he was not the leader of team galactic just fyi Oh yeah, I forgot that was that guy's name.
2: What if it was though? What if it was and he just had like pretty extensive plastic surgery and dyed his hair and then became leader of Team Galactic after his devastating loss at the Happy Sunflora contest, and this is why he's doing what he's doing because he's like, This is bullshit, I gotta remake the world. <laughs> I think this is the villain origin story we're witnessing.
1: I think so. I think what happened is is he like lost, like Alex said, and then he ate all his Sunflora and then oh he, he he morphed into the Cyrus we know that
0: leads Team Galactic. He suffered from some flora poisoning. <laughs> that's right. It completely changes all your physical features. Yeah, maybe that's
2: why he went absolutely bonker balls because he ingested the toxic chemicals from the Sunflora and then turned into a megalomaniac.
1: Either that or he drank too much of Sunrise's water from her leaky pipe.
2: That's what I'm choosing to believe. That makes perfect sense in my mind. Does it? It does. <laughs>
0: Okay, meanwhile, Team Rocket's here now, and they are going to break into Cyrus's giant greenhouse to steal the best-looking Sunflora, so they can win the sunflower competition for some reason. Oh, because the, the prize is a year's worth of instant noodles, of course.
2: This is a shit prize.
0: No, it's. I love this prize. I would do anything for these noodles. This is what all these people are spending money and making illegal irrigation systems to do, is to win noodles? You don't understand.
2: This is a grand prize for you? This is worth it to you?
1: Oh yeah, I'm still on a sun floor to get these noodles, for sure. I don't understand how they could lug around all these noodles with them all the time. That would be troublesome, yeah, but, I mean, th- you don't have to even put them in water to eat them. I mean, that's how great instant noodles are.
2: Ew, they're, like, hard and, like, raw noodles.
1: No, you can put them in water and make them nice and soft, or if you don't feel like boiling anything, just take the pack and crunch it in your hand, and it makes little ramen chips.
0: And Now I kind of want to go and get some noodles, goddammit. Now I'm hungry.
2: You, you have not convinced me, but that's okay.
0: Team Rocket wants those noodles, and so they're going to steal Sunflora, And James just so happens to be a rich person, so he knows all about Sunflora and their different physical characteristics. And he has some scathing critiques of these various Sunflora. But unfortunately, Meowth trips over something, and he presses the red button located one foot off the ground. And it's the red button where when you press it, it sounds an alarm. You know, the the great security system that Cyrus has implemented into this greenhouse, where if you voluntarily press the button, it triggers an alarm.
2: You mean you don't have a giant red button as your alarm system in your house?
0: The twerp show up, I guess, because you know that's what they do all day is they just wait around for things to go down so they can involve themselves. And they see that Cyrus has captured me out and Jesse and James are nowhere to be seen. This is where they really are pretty devious people, because Misty feigns being like, that poor innocent Meowth has been abused and manipulated by evil people, and we're going to help redeem it, relinquish the custody of it to us, the most moral people in the world. And <laughs> Cyrus does, because who wouldn't trust a bunch of random children you don't know? And Misty reveals, Haha, I actually want to use you, Meowth and I'm going to let you out of Cyrus's custody in order for you to translate what Sunny the Sunflora has to say for us so we can take advantage of Sunrisa, or whatever her name is.
2: That's a lot of taking advantage of.
0: That's how Misty's mind works. They go over, and Sunny the Sunflora just wanted to see another Sunflora whose name I did not get. Oh, (laughs) Grindela. Grindela.
2: Did we clarify that Sunny is suffering from a crippling depression because grindola got traded away
0: cyrus who is a, you know a ter- he's like a sun he's like a puppy mill farmer for sunflora oh
2: God. that's
0: a that's actually a good way of putting that yeah and nurse joy has gotten grindola the sunflora because i don't know all anyone ever does in fucking bloomingvale is grow sunflora and trade them back and forth i guess so sunny and grindola are reunited and all is well Yay! also there's snubble
2: oh yeah
1: is this a continuous thing with the snubble showing up? This keep going? Very little. Okay. I couldn't remember if it like was an ongoing like Jigglypuff thing or
0: what. It's kind of. But Jigglypuff's not really showing up much either. Thank God. They realize how dumb it was. We have more important things to do, like the Sunflora Festival, goddammit. So now it's time for the Sunflora contest at the Sunflora Festival in the Sunflora town. <laughs> Team Rocket is going to enter with their Sunflora, who is Meow. In a sunflower (laughs) costume with his facial features taped up and he's holding little, uh, leaves. Very rarely have I watched this show and, like, felt uncomfortable for someone.
1: But, like, this was hard. You could just see the, I don't know, the suffering he was undergoing for
0: being taped like that. It was rough.
2: What would you, what lengths would you go to to win a year's supply of instant noodles?
0: I would definitely put a cat in a sunflower costume.
2: I guess you gotta do what you gotta do.
0: I'll tell you what Cyrus will do.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Drugs.
2: <laughs> don't say it. That no, might no, be that's somebody's quote. quote.
0: That's my okay, quote. Okay, that's my quote, too. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Just another note. <laughs> There's illegal activity happening in this town.
2: Yeah, he jacks up his his flowers on drugs, and we'll come back to that.
0: Okay, the finalists. We don't really see the sunflower competition. We just see the final three entries, who just so happen to be the three people that we know. Sunrisa and Sunny, who is now happy cyrus and his monster sunflora and team rocket and their rare new kind of sunflora that has thorns at the branches which admittedly would be kind of cool i could see how they could win
2: can we talk about how cool it would be i mean okay i know we've kind of got this we've got regional variants and stuff like that but could you imagine like if we had more of that or like i don't know genetic variations like sunflora with thorns sounds actually pretty badass to me Gotta
0: I'm imagine it's like a giant thorn bush with a happy smile and it like consumes you into its <laughs> yeah. thorny vine. It leads you in, like you meet it and it smiles at you in the forest and you keeps
1: clinging its head back as you follow its face and then
0: <laughs> you're thorned. It's like
1: Aubrey 2,
0: but with a sunflower face.
2: You know, we kind of got that actually now that I think about it with Scov Scovillian or whatever it's called. Scovilin, the new firegrass Pokemon. Sort of looks like an Aubrey too, a little.
0: Feed me, Cyrus! <laughs> okay, um, unfortunately for Team Rocket, Snubble is here to be a plot device, and Snubble can recognize Meowth's tail through any sort of green bandages or anything you can imagine. She jumps on the stage and attacks Meowth and tears through his costume and undresses him and bites on his tail and ashes in the audience saying, "That that That's not Snubble! That was from several filler episodes ago! What in the world?! And so Jesse takes Snubble and throws her a mile away to no harm, apparently. And in which Team Rocket has to unveil their their backup plan, which is to destroy the Sunflora. Alex, do you want to take care of this part? (sighs)
2: So is this, this is the part of the episode where Austin is always saying I'm talking about, but I don't recall this, but I'll play along. Okay, somehow Team Rocket has set up giant Sun panels or, like, mirrors or whatever all around the town. I don't understand how they did this with nobody, like, seeing anything, but they do. And they turn on these super ultra-high-powered, like, death rays, and all the sunflower Sunflowers? All the sunfloras' heads start to grow exponentially to the point where they're ginormous, and they fall over because they can't physically hold their heads up anymore.
0: Like that Mewtwo costume from Pokemon Live.
2: Yes. They can't hold their heads up straight because of the crippling weight, and they're all sick with, like, too much sunlight, and they're all moaning and, and rolling around on the ground, and it's kind of a sad sight to see, actually. I felt bad in this moment for the sunflora.
1: <laughs> it's like radiation, like, from the sun's call- giving them tumors, and their heads are just about to burst. It's-
2: yeah, it's a it's a bad, it's an ultra-high dose of UV radiation. It's a bad situation all around. Make sure to wear your SPF when you go outside, All the sunflowers' heads are about to pop off of their bodies. It's disgusting. Team Rocket, I don't know what happens at this point. They try to get away with the noodles, but Ash is like, fuck you, Team Rocket. We can't let you have those noodles. And I'm sitting there thinking, just let them have the noodles. God damn.
0: No, those are for rich people.
2: And then I guess what happens at this point? Oh, Sunny uses- I got- Yeah, okay, go ahead. I got
0: it. At this point, some crazy shit happens because Pikachu is going to attack Team Rocket. And Chikorita, who has been sent out, says- Nuh-uh, and she pushes Pikachu to the ground so that he cannot attack Team Rocket and get the glory, which conveniently causes all the mirrors to explode. No one has any comment to make on Chikorita assaulting Pikachu for no apparent reason, but we know the reason because she wants to suck Ash's oh dick. Oh
2: my god!
1: Ash is afraid to say something because of that. Maybe he's like, Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to entice this. Let's, let's move along. Maybe here. they
0: should just release Chikorita. It is a problem they're all problems these new ones hair across him too yeah next episode we'll get into that all right the day is saved apparently i kind of stopped paying attention at this point i was too busy writing *Chikorita* fan fiction
2: whoa 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 what now <laughs>
0: the Sunflower festival has concluded for another year and i oh and sunrisa wins who gives a shit the end you forgot the part where she gets the instant noodles but it turns out they're
1: expired the uv radiation melted all of the packaging just kidding instant noodles don't expire fun fact they're like honey
2: i think there's a, something a little bit problematic about that but who am i to say
1: jacob's prepared for the apocalypse i am my closet beside me right here says i am ready
2: my apocalypse food of choice would be an entire pantry full of canned beans oh oh
1: god. my god that is my apocalypse People would stay away from you for sure. Beans, I beans,
2: beans. I fucking love beans. Nothing anybody can say will change my mind.
1: They should make a bean Pokemon. <gasps> Randomizer has spoken. Oh my god. It did the exact same order. It's me, Alex, and then Austin. My MVP for this episode is going, uh, I don't even know. Uh, I give it to Misty for uh, using Meowth as a tool for her progression. Good for her. My LVP, I'll give it to Cyrus for illegally pumping his uh, sun floors full of steroids. Then my quote is also referencing steroids when Brock says, I don't, I'm not going to make any accusations here, but I'm pretty sure that sun floor is on steroids. But I think the funny part about this, I think that might have been for the adults of the time. Because I think when this episode came out, there was that big steroid thing in baseball. Or this is when... Hey rod Yeah, well, no, 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 that was later. Like, there's some early oh. one this is like mark mcguire sammy sosa kind of era and i think it was like a reference to that steroids have finally been recognized as like cheating in sports and they were just becoming big and i think that was maybe what it's referencing to
2: oh i was gonna say when was the whole lance armstrong thing happening but i think that was way later
1: that was way later that was like in the tens like 20 yeah, you're right
2: 2010 yeah okay never mind.
1: this is like mark mcguire sammy sosa jose canseco like around that period i'm gonna keep naming baseball players y'all have never heard of until <laughs> we're place. just gonna
2: smile and nod
1: i've heard of these guys
2: you have oh good good i've heard of sammy sosa
1: a rod you didn't you knew a rod but he wasn't around this time he's a little bit later
0: yeah he i looked it up he was years later yeah uh
2: yeah just to clarify i don't know if we said this earlier but this sun floor was like seven feet tall
0: god it should have had like giant biceps or something
1: <laughs> uh let me see who that's it for me who's next alex me what oh alex, Whoa. alex next? don't jump the gun austin
2: all right i don't even remember what you said jacob hopefully i don't pull what i did last time and repeat the same shit you said okay mvp i'm gonna give it to that one guy neighbor lester who cyrus was gossiping about who hired a comedian to make his son flora laugh dang the lengths that lester went to to get his pokemon to laugh lvp jacob what did you say cyrus yeah i'm gonna give it to meowth for hitting that button out of all the places he could have tripped and fell he had to fall into the button quote i'm gonna give it to when snubble runs onto the stage and unmasks meowth by biting its tail that one judge who stands up and says, That's not a sunflower.
1: Great deduction. <laughs> That's why he's a judge.
2: That was it.
0: Is it my turn it, now?
2: It's finally your turn.
0: I have an MVP, and it's going to be Snubble for finally finding Meowth again after all these episodes. My LVP will be Sunrisa for her illegal water smuggling operation. And my quote will be Jesse saying, You're awfully good with locks. And James replies, I know how to pick them. Hey. Hey. Any more thoughts before we move on to Chikorita's Big Upset? We really need to be keeping a track of how many annual festivals they happen to be coming upon every day.
2: We should go back, keep a list. Yeah,
0: someone else, someone who's not me do that. Okay, I imagine 20. That's my guess, if not more.
2: How many episodes are we at it now? Like 30, what episode was this?
0: Into Johto? Yeah. I don't think we're that far.
2: It's episode 30-something, so uh, pr- Jacob, you're probably right, it's probably been about
0: Twenty-five. Are we seriously 30 something episodes into Johto? Are we
2: not? I thought we were.
0: What's 137 minus 119? Don't
2: ask me to do math.
0: 37 minus 19.
2: Again, that's math.
0: 18. We're 18 episodes into Johto.
2: Wow, it's really, really? Because it feels like it's been like 30.
0: Yeah, I, it feels like it. Are you sure? We're 30 episodes into season three. Oh, maybe that's what I'm okay, thinking Okay, yeah.
1: Of. Yeah. We're, we're 30 episodes in already? Into season three. Holy cow, that makes me really upset. Just like Chikorita in our next episode. All right.
2: Good job, Jacob. What Sorry. the fuck? Was that the taco,
0: happened? the
2: taco Bell Bell? Where did that come from?
0: We're recording this episode live from Taco Bell. <laughs> live Moss, right?
2: Appear- What the-
0: <laughs> Is that your text alert? <laughs> I just bought that for my text alert. You bought that for your (laughs) ancient phone?
2: What is this, 2007?
0: I think he's on YouTube. No,
2: it's not. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm
0: on YouTube. I didn't buy it.
2: Oh, my God. Okay, but uh, but you guys actually remember, like, buying ringtones for your flip phones, right? Because...
0: I never did. I never oh, did. Oh no, I did. I refused. <laughs> I I had like hack my phone to get it to, to get like things I downloaded.
2: Oh, what a time! What a time!
0: Yeah, I've got like a whole
1: bunch pulled up here of like old text messages you could buy.
2: It's like ninety nine cents each for like a ringtone. I can't believe I spent money on that. Oh my gosh!
1: Let's move on. Chikariz big upset. Austin, are you with us?
0: W- what just happened? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna time you. Okay. Alright, get ready jig up. 3, 2, 1, go. Alright, so we start off with a trainer
1: or a battle with some kind of local kid who's just being with there. Uh, Ash is in battle with him, of course. He loses, or doesn't lose, but a kid runs off because he has to get caught off to dinner. Uh, Chikorita goes off on her own because she's upset that she didn't get to win the battle. She comes across a bunch of bad Pokemon like a Primeape and uh, some other ones. Uh, that's all I remember this episode. Austin or Alex, you can take it from there. I didn't pay attention to this one. I'm like Austin Oh my gosh.
2: Is that the first time you you forfeited early?
1: No, that's probably the second time. Because I can't remember. I remember them being like in a bad neighborhood. And Chikorita becomes sort of like a gang leader. And then that's where I trailed off.
2: All right. Well, let's uh, let's rewind a bit, and we can come upon that later, and see how Chikorita becomes the queen of the the warehouse Pokemon.
0: Here's our crime episode.
2: This is our crime episode.
0: Yeah, like true blood, not true blood, true detective.
2: Yeah, this is uh, what is the one with the do doo-doo, do 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 do?
1: Oh, Law and Order SVU. Law and
2: Order. Uh, yeah, this is our Law and Order SVU episode. Oh, that's not Law
1: and Order. Yeah, it is. Is it? That's low in order. I guarantee it. Oh. I bet a lifetime supply of instant noodles that that is low in
0: order. So what's the one where the narrator guy is like, these are their stories, and it goes
2: arr, arr. The, That's low Isn't in order, that too. also law and order?
1: It starts off with, like, oh. crimes convicted sexually, crimes are, con- are considered extremely heinous. There's a special crime unit, special victims unit.
2: Ooh. That's it. Bow, <laughs> bam, 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 bam that opening slaps Whoa. okay back to the action
0: all right power rangers all right
2: what <laughs> back
0: to the- back
2: to action back to action. <laughs>
0: back to action okay
2: all right so ash currently no i
0: want to interrupt you hi
2: <laughs> jesus
0: how are you doing
2: i'm trying to get through this episode at your request okay ash currently locked in a vicious battle with some random... Fucking <laughs> oh god, really? Can we
0: skip this episode?
2: <laughs> Alright, that was out of the drying pan. Uh, see y'all next week. <laughs> this episode's not gonna happen.
0: No, sorry, oh go, on, go on, go Oh my gosh.
2: You guys are killing me. Okay. Okay. Ash is in a battle with this random kid. And this random kid has a And a family. And he had a family?
1: Well, he gets called to dinner, so people actually care about him. He's not alone battling the world.
2: Oh, well, yeah, because they're in this kid's backyard. That's where they're at.
0: Boss into this kid's backyard and beat him up.
2: Yeah. This radicate kid is actually winning up until the point where Ash is like, Okay, Chikorita, you're sucking so bad. It's time to call it a day, and I'm going to switch you out with Pikachu because Pikachu, unlike you, can get the job done. But Chikorita's like, No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to win. So it runs around and disobeys ash until this kid's mom is like dinner and this kid's like okay i don't have time for this nonsense if you can't control your pokemon i can't stand here all day so peace out so he leaves and ash is like what the heck Chikorita?" and they are at the local pokemon center where they're staying because they couldn't stay with sonrisa and her mansion but we actually get to check in with oak for the first time in weeks and weeks i guess And he reminds Ash to stop fucking around and get that GS ball to Kurt. Because it's been way too long, Ash. And once again, I forgot all about the GS ball. I know we just talked about this, I think, last episode, but...
0: I like how Ash says, of course I won't forget the GS ball. (laughs) Because we all have. Yeah, I thought we already delivered it at this point.
2: Ash and friends decide to eat some dinner. Chikorita does not want to eat because she's having a little temper tantrum where she is over in the corner sulking. And suddenly... Nurse Joy shows up, but I don't think it's appropriate to call her Nurse Joy. I feel like she's like Dr. Joy because this Joy is highly educated and she has a degree in Pokemon psychology from Celadon University.
0: Well, she doesn't dress like a candy striper.
2: No, she's actually got glasses on and like a very smart looking blouse that's like blue, I think, if I remember right, and like a lab coat looking situation. She looks very distinguished. She's like, I can help you with your pokemon problem and i'll offer you a free counseling session between you and chikorita to find out what's going on with it and explore the unresolved feelings that we have going on here
0: oh joy doesn't know what she's she in she does not know
2: <laughs> oh if she only knew what kind of can of worms she was opening up maybe she wouldn't have offered to intervene but unfortunately she does so she asked them some questions and ultimately diagnosed Chikorita with a bad case of jealousy.
1: I think I could have made that diagnosis without being um, going to Celtodon. Yeah, uh, That must be like one of those online fake schools, because I could have done that in five minutes. <laughs> it's where Oak has
0: his um, degree from.
2: <laughs> Wait, does he say that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh.
2: oh, this very prestigious university. I don't know. I, I kind of agree with you, though, Jacob, because I almost started having doubts about her educational prowess when her cure or her solution to the is- this issue is well if she's jealous all you need to do is leave her in a greenhouse overnight to be among the plants
0: that made me so mad she <laughs> wasted the buns to get that room installed the plant room with the sliding glass door and she's like well i see a grass type pokemon the solution is the plant room regardless of what the situation is does she still old school that's what it is. This is an old school method.
2: But what if it's a Pokemon that's not a grass type that's having a crisis?
0: Well, if it's a fire type, you put it in the flaming room. The
2: volcano pit room.
0: If it's a dark type, you put it in like the sensory deprivation chamber. You put it back whatever element it is, you put it in that element. So like if it's like
1: a water type, you like waterboard them for like you know until they get back to normal. Is that what she's implying here? She that old school? With the ground type, you dig it a shallow grave. <laughs> you put it in there with its head out, soak in the ground it came from. Yeah, I like this. This nurse is making more sense now. She probably is legit.
2: But that's the solution she gives, and so that's what we're gonna do. So they leave it overnight by itself in the greenhouse uh, instead of talking out the issue or having any kind of constructive exercise at all. Pikachu is, being the busybody that it is, decides to spy on Chikorita as it's just lounging there and decides to kind of go on a nice evening, nighttime stroll by itself. I honestly think Pikachu's to blame here because the way the events played out, like, Pikachu didn't chase Chikorita out of the greenhouse. Chikorita was just minding its own business, you know, taking in the, the night air, and when she sees Pikachu, she gets into an argument with it and then runs away.
0: I would just like to point out, last time Chikorita jumped out of her Pokeball in the middle of the night and decided to wander around, they found Santa Claus basically beating (laughs) his Stantler to death on the ground. Oh, yeah. So I can't fault Pikachu for being like, something's up.
2: Oh, yeah, last time when Santa was force-feeding it berries and and shit.
0: Yeah, they were probably going to find the Easter Bunny being hunted or something. I don't know. (laughs) Planting poisonous eggs.
2: Okay, you're right. Maybe Pikachu was justified in in checking in on what was going on here, because who knows what would have happened. But something does happen anyway. They end up in an abandoned warehouse. Well, actually, they get separated, I think. So Pikachu gets separated. Chikorita ends up at the abandoned warehouse where she meets the gang of fighting-type Pokemon, who she easily dispatches and then becomes the new queen of the abandoned warehouse. So the next morning, Ash and friends wake up, they go and watch the night's events on the CCTV footage, because they have a spy camera in there.
0: Joy's installed one of those in every room. Right.
2: Oh, God.
0: Even the bathrooms. Especially the bathrooms. That's where she probably
1: gets most of her, like, prognosis from, is, like, the bathroom relationships.
2: Uh, so, yeah, they decide that, okay, well, we gotta go after Chikorita, because who knows what might have happened in the several hours that it's been, and of course... Team Rocket is there and they overhear this and they're like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. So they go after them. They do, they show up at the warehouse and do the motto. This was cute, actually. They do the motto to Pikachu and Chikorita. Just them. But Chikorita commands her new gang to defend them and they are easily beaten up until the point that Meowth calls his giant tire mecha a giant robot made out of tires.
1: It's like the Michelin Man, but actually, what it's made of. It's like a better Michelin Man.
2: That, yeah, actually, you're right. It's actually made out of tires instead of
0: yeah. It's whatever. not some gray marshmallow blob. What is Michelin Man supposed to be? Does anyone else get the Michelin Man confused with the Stay Puffed Ghostbusters
1: creature? That happens all the time. You don't know how many people have shown that scene to, and they're like, "Oh, it's the Michelin Man."
2: Wait, what does it look like? I can't recall it. Which one? The Ghostbusters thing.
1: It looks like the Michelin Man. What is the Michelin Man supposed to be? Is it like a the smoke your tires leave after they take off? Maybe he's white tires? No, that'd be White Wall. He'd have some black to him if he was... Like, you can't have white tires, I don't think. Oh my
0: god, I found the original Michelin Man, you guys. What does he look he's like? He's
2: really terrifying. I, ugh.
0: Oh, man. What is he supposed to be? What the I fuck? don't know. What
1: is Okay, wait, what... what yeah, you, can
2: you Google that?
1: Michelin it's Man. It's from 1898.
2: I didn't realize it went back that far.
1: Michelin Tire Man. What is he made of? It just Okay.
2: It just says he's made out of tires.
1: That's not true. That's not right. Oh my god, he's horrifying. Look at his eyes. Yeah, it's awful.
2: It's like the invisible man, like when he like wraps himself up in bandages. I'm sorry, Michelin, like if you're listening, please reconsider your branding and mascot choices. It's
0: like gauze wrap or something okay here he is in an ad from 1914 in which he can disassemble his body and lend out tires to those in need he can do that now oh he can
1: yeah there's a commercial with him like a car pulls up and he like just shoots his arm out and two tires come off of it and they land on the car so he still has that power is that a costume? A Halloween costume? That's great. This
2: is a Business Insider <laughs> article that says, These terrifying photos of the original Michelin Man will haunt your dreams.
0: That's rad. Let's burn rubber and get out of here.
2: Here's one of him kicking us with his, like, studded boots.
0: It's tread of attire.
2: He's got, like, diamond studded boots that he's kicking us with.
0: He's got money to spare.
2: Oh, it says nails.
0: That's even worse.
2: Smoking a cigar.
0: Both those things aren't good for tires.
2: Oh, here he is today, much less threatening looking, but...
0: But looking like the Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters.
2: All right. Apparently, the rubber industry is really bad for the environment, so... And you can't really recycle tires, I think I read somewhere, so yeah.
0: You know who can recycle tires? is Team Rocket with their tire mecha.
2: Yes, they put their... They recycled it into this evil monstrosity. And the Twerps show up just in time to see Pikachu and Chikorita getting crushed to death... And so, Ash has a brilliant plan to call out Heracross and have Heracross catapult him up onto the top of the robot where the antenna is sticking out, and that is where he can destroy the antenna and stop it from getting Meowth's input signal. I don't really understand this. Why couldn't Heracross just either A, fly up to it and destroy it on its own, or B, any other possible thing?
1: Why did Heracross have to suck off Bulbasaur before it started its mission? It's another
0: thing, too. (laughs) What would Nurse Joy have to say about that?
2: Yeah, that's that's the real psychological <laughs> thing we need to explore here.
0: It's jealousy. It's jealousy? <laughs> Everything's jealousy. We gotta put it in the bug room.
2: Yeah, poor Bulbasaur. You know what? The minute Bulbasaur came out, I'm like, okay, yep, yeah, Bulbasaur's gonna have a, a time. It doesn't exist anymore other than to get attacked by Heracross.
0: Squirtle doesn't even exist anymore.
2: No, no. Oh, that's right. Brock told Ash that we need a Bulbasaur to be able to sniff out Chikorita because apparently grass types can sniff each other out, which I've never heard of that in my life, but...
1: That's just uh, Brock being Brock there.
2: Heracross doesn't do anything except for... I think he tries to fly Ash up there, but Ash mistimes the jump and falls and almost breaks his neck, but somehow miraculously survives... But he ultimately ends up climbing up like a, a local, like a nearby water tower and then tries to jump onto the robot from there, but also mistimes that jump and it almost is falling to his death before Chikorita manages to vine whip him to safety at the very last minute. I don't really remember how they end up exploding the giant tire robot.
1: He just rips off the antenna and it just like falls apart.
2: Okay, well, it, it doesn't really matter how we got there. The point is the day is saved. The robot is destroyed. Team Rocket blasts off again. Then they say goodbye to Joy. Thank you, Joy, for solving our problem, although you didn't really do anything. (laughs) I really like the narrator's final comment. Throw some shade on Chikorita. Is that anybody's quote or I'll just say it?
1: Not mine. You can say it. I I don't even have a quote for this episode, so go ahead.
2: Okay. I didn't write it down exactly, but basically the narrator's like, everything's great. Chikorita's back as a solid member of the team again, at least for now. And I'm like, damn.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, this is going to happen again, I guess.
1: Uh, You guys ready to move on to the MVP and LVP?
0: Yes, please. Yes. All right, Austin, me, and then Alex. My LVP, I guess, will be Nurse Joy for her really shitty therapy. That's a good one. She's not very good at her profession. Um, That's related to my quote in which Ash says, You mean there's some kind of new Pokemon called therapy? <laughs> and my MVP will be Muck for making an appearance. Yeah. Hey, Muck.
2: Muck was there.
1: All right, good job, oh, Lord. Uh, I'll give my MVP to Team Rocket for recycling. Good on you. <laughs> Even though it's for evil, at least it was. You know, it's a thought that counts. Uh, my LVP, I'll give it to the primate for uh, uh, hitting Chikorita. That wasn't cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my God.
0: I'll be honest. I'm getting sick of Chikorita at this point. It's like this is just one problem after another. Like I said, these new Pokemon are nothing but trouble. They're not coming out in much of a limelight.
1: And my quote uh, was the narrator's thing that Alex already said. Why? So I, re- I don't have to repeat it.
2: <laughs> You're welcome.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: I'm going to start with my quote so I can buy myself some time because I didn't write anything down for MVP or LVP. When Misty says, when they're at dinner, Chikorita's not eating, Misty says, Chikorita's been in such a bad mood, we should call it Krabby. hey yeah, that's all I got. Okay, uh, MVP, I'm going to give it to that kid's mom at the beginning for calling him for dinner and getting him the hell out of that. All right, an LVP, I'm going to give it to... I'm trying to thank you guys. I can't think of anything. For an MVP? For an LVP.
1: An LVP, um... Chikorita?
2: Wait, did nobody already give it to Chikorita?
1: I didn't. Oh, yeah, do that one.
2: All right, Chikorita for making this whole episode happen.
1: For ruining another episode... Thank you, Chikorita. And it
0: resembles a bean.
2: That should have been your MB- or LVP because you hate beans so much.
0: But I like jelly beans.
2: Yeah, what even is Chikorita? I think we had this conversation. A jelly bean, I guess.
0: It's like a milk dud. All right, who's ready for next week's episodes? I'm ready. Foul Weather Friends, which is a super exciting Hop-Hip episode. Oh my. And an actually good episode, The Superhero Secret. Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: This isn't Blaziken Mask. Not yet. Can't wait. Actually
0: not for a very long time.
2: Can't wait for Blaziken mask.
0: You're gonna be waiting. I got a burp caught in my throat and won't we'll come out. Mm.
1: Alright, that's next week for us. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> alright I'm gonna close this out. Good job everybody. Should I even read the outro?
2: You read the outro. Yes, of course.
1: Okay, fine. I just know I didn't do the intro, so I was like, maybe we should just keep a tr-
0: tide going here. But anyway, thank you such all for a listening.
2: W- weird energy. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> Alice, maybe you should do the outro. No. Okay,
2: thank you all for listening. I'm not Jacob, but join us next week. Also, social media.
0: You can
1: email us at outofthedrawingpan at gmo.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at out of drawing Pan. And join us next time as this journey continues. Shoes, I can't stand the bad news About the name of the girl that I'm gonna lose This can't go on, enough is enough I've gotta pick one, no matter how tough It's time for me me miny mo But wait a second Wait a second Wait a second Come on wait a second What's her name? I've just gotta know I've just gotta know Oh, Jenny Oh, Jenny Joy
0: No two, no three, four, five, six, seven, so many perfect girls for me.